Hello, Internet. This is Ewan Spence and the SE Insight Calling. It's a week where Eurovision goes a bit potsy. That's a terrible pun. Coming up this week, Bambi Thug says hello, Romania says goodbye, and we're off to Malmo. Yes, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Welcome once more to the AC Insight News podcast. Looking back over the last seven days in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest, the weekend results, the new releases, and everything that's happening as well. And uh, yeah, we are going to Malmo. Most of you will be going in May. The semi-finals, of course, in the 7th and 9th and grand final on Saturday, the 11th of May. There is this small matter of the semi-allocation draw that's happening this week as well. Myself, Ewan Spence and Ben Robertson are popping over there to cover for Yissy Insight. And uh, who knows what we will find, who will be under our microphone, all of that coming up in the next week, maybe a bit beyond that as well but for now yes an early trip to malmo in through copenhagen airport which i would expect many of you to do so our accommodation is booked we're definitely going so we don't need to have it cancelable but if you are going and you're still a little bit unsure it's still some way off make sure you can cancel or it's pay on arrival or anything like that be smart about your travel bookings Right, overarching news to start with. Following a board meeting at Broadcaster TVR, Romania has withdrawn from the Eurovision Song Contest 2024. I mean, they were actually were provisionally entered. We're just going to wait and see. So it's not like they're completely entered to completely withdraw, but they have cited costs as the main reason and they're not going to be there in Malmo. The EBU had held open a slot for them until the end of this month, which, as we can see, is effectively the time of the semi-allocation final drop to decide which semi-final you go into but it hasn't come together this year for TVR which means we have 37 broadcasters flying the flags on the scoreboard can I take a deep enough breath to run through all 37 why not <laughs> okay Albania, Australia, Austria, Armenia, Azerbaijan Belgium, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic and Denmark Estonia, Finland, France, Georgia and Germany Greece, Iceland, Ireland, Israel and Italy the eyes always get me Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Moldova the Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Portugal, San Marino Serbia, Slovenia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland United Crane and Ukraine did I say the United Crane there? that's like a bad episode of Frasier um, <laughs> that's your 37 uh, in there and yes, it is the semi-final allocation draw this week. Um, well, tonight, uh, depending if you get this pod quickly enough, the semi-final allocation draw is a little bit of admin, uh, a little bit of pomp and circumstance, and a little bit of organisational necessity. It's where the delegations are drawn into the top and the bottom half of the semi-final, and whether it's the first semi-final or the second semi-final. Those semi-final slots, top, bottom, top, bottom, all rehearse on different days. Um, um, obviously, if you're in the second half, you're going to be later in the running order. So there's random allocation needed here for the various small factors that could impact the result. It's also the time where the big five countries and our hosts are told which semi-final they're going to be voting in. Three in one, three in the other. And that's important because the semi-finals this year, the top 10 will be decided by a 100% televote. Trees will still cast the votes, but they will only be used in the case of unforeseen circumstances. So uh, we are going to be in the room 
as it happens, um, there's a song in there, isn't there? Anyway, uh, Ben and I are not going to attempt to do any Lin-Man. Well, Miranda's, we're going to bring you our thoughts and analysis direct from Malmo over the next couple of days. We've already started that process. Uh, who's the luckiest delegation in the semi-final draws up until now? Uh, recording the night before the semi-final allocation draw. Uh, big article and details on that back at the website, www.eseinsight.com. Come. Uh, we're also going to look at um, the impact on the broadcaster's budget of the semi-final allocation draw. And as we hand over to Malmo, we're going to look back at Liverpool and the success that our host city last year had. But we're here for the contest, so let's get some competitive results into the board. I say into the board. Just imagine there's a great big mechanical scoreboard behind me and that phrase will sound accurate. <laughs> anyway, right, uh, we did have two decisions made this week. Uh, so we have definite songs and performers from Luxembourg and Ireland. Let's start with Ireland as Friday saw the return of Eurosong as part of RTE's The Late Late Show, but with a new host, Patrick Keelty, who is now in charge of The Late Late Show. Congratulations, Patrick, if you're listening. Job well done. It's a difficult beast to tame. I think you managed it very, very well. Well, following a topsy-turvy international jury result, Bambi Thug took the top votes from the national jury and the public in Ireland, earning them the ticket to Malmo with a wide definition of alt-rock in the south. It is it's a riot of visual as well as a great big stomping bass beat, unless you're mixing it in the Late Late Show studio. Anyway, looking forward to seeing that one at Malmo. Six ran... Also looking forward to see all the other 36 songs, but another one in that list is Luxembourg. Um, it is the first singer for Luxembourg since a 20th place in 1993. So there is a lot resting on the return of Luxembourg and Flying the Flag will be Tally. Her song Fighter topped the jury vote. It finished second in the telly vote by only by a single point. That was enough to retain the lead, lift the trophy and take the ticket to Malmo. Eight ran. We also had two heats. Lithuania was the third semi-final there for Eurovisia.lt. Two more qualifiers there. The jury winner decided first was Pri de Cometes. And then everybody who was left went to a public vote. And the public decided to send the band shower. Those two go forward. Six foul. Eight ran. Norway, also a third semi-final for Melody Grand Prix. Their fan favourites, Kaino, looking to return to the song contest following their 2019 appearance for Norway. Uh, they, that goal took a step closer. Qualification out of the last semi-final of MGP. Joining them and Princess and Mila will be making up nine strong in this weekend's grand final. Six ran. And actually, just to stay with Norway for a moment, we do have our nine performers set for this weekend's national final, but we only have eight of the songs. Gauti have been asked to rewrite the lyrics, and it has to be said at very short notice, of Uveha. The band has used traditional folk lyrics over two decades of creating music, and Uveham, as it stands, uses lyrics from uh, traditional folk over a thousand years old. And it's been decided at a late stage, i.e. after they've qualified from the semi-final, but before the grand final, that thousand-year-old lyrics don't make it a new song, even though they're completely reworked and everything, and Gauti have been asked to rewrite the song, so it's a new song, apart from a small clip at the start that can be reused, 
Why this wasn't called out before remains to be seen. I suspect it's because there's some politics and plagiarism cases going on in Norway and everybody's just being a little bit more sensitive than normal. But the fun fact here is we have three versions of the song now. We have the version we're going to hear this Saturday with the new lyrics, the version we heard two Saturdays ago with the original lyrics, and the original version of the song, which is like 5 minutes 47 seconds long. Will we get a fourth version? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? All of that coming up this weekend. There's a bit more this weekend. We'll give you a checklist and a diary at the end of the show. But first, some news from around the other countries and broadcasters, starting with Denmark. The seven artists have been confirmed and their songs released for Denmark's Melody Grand Prix. Of note, you have the return of Basim, who sung on Home Soil in 2014, the year after Denmark won the contest in Malmo. So no doubt broadcaster DR will be hoping that history repeats itself again. Eight songs in that national final. It's going to be cut down to three with a tally vote. And then a super final three will be decided by 50% jury and 50% tally vote. It's all done in a single show. It's a one-shot national final on February the 10th. Iceland has also revealed the performers taking part in their national final song. The Kepnin will see 12 performers, six and six over two semi-finals, and then going forward to a grand final. Of note, we have the return of Hera Björk in here, who sung for Iceland in 2010 and was Iceland's backing singer in 2009. Uh, she's a fan favourite uh, trying to get to Malmo, and I think there's going to be a lot of support. Also, keep an eye on Bashar Murad. Palestinian singer uh, with his song Wild West, lyrics by Hattery's Einar Hraft Stefansson. Italy, Friday night is covers night at San Remo. It's a standalone competition in the middle of the big artist Campioni to find the overall winner of San Remo. All the entrants get to invite another performer on stage to do a duet of a cover song and obviously there's a huge list because every artist that's on Rebel gets to do a cover song it's kind of like a nice bit of fun to let your hair down but it's also very important for building momentum in the show a lot of San Rambo victories come from momentum either grabbing it on the first night and holding it or just doing a slow burn and getting better and better and better and the covers night gives you a chance to stand out in a different way so I'm not going to go through all of them. We never do with these things. Uh, but I do want to pick out three that are going to be very interesting. First of all, Fiorella Manoia, who's going to be duetting now with Francesco Gabbani. They're going to be doing each other's big song in a medley. So you're going to have Shesia Bendetta and Occidentalis Karma in there. Diodato has, has invited Jack Savaretti over. Um, Jack did a lovely version of You Don't Have to Say You Love Me last year, which, of course, debuted in Italian in San Remo in 1965. Five. So I am expecting something impressive here. They're doing the Italian classic Amore Che Vieni, Amore Che Vai. But the one that I think most people are going to be, oh my, is Annalisa, who many are hoping this is her year. Annalisa has invited San Ramo favourites La Rappresentante de Lista. They're going to be singing Sweet Dreams from the Eurythmics. I suspect that is going to be a moment. Another batch of national final songs to add to your playlist from Serbia this week. 28 songs have been gathered, selected and will be going forward into the third edition of Pesma Eurovisio. It's a week of shows, semi-finals on the Tuesday the 27th, Thursday the 29th. 14 performers in each, 8 will qualify, 6 will fall. That will give you 16 strong grand final two days later on Saturday the 2nd of August. 
March. One name I think to pick out here, Constractor is going to be returning. She's got a stunning fifth place at Eurovision 2022 within Corpesano. So obviously that's going to be in the early running, at least in the fan polls. Five other returnees from previous editions of the national final are in there as well, along with a number of new artists and established acts as well. It is a complete spectrum of music from Serbia, which is just what I love to see in a national final. Right then, what do we have around the world of Insight and the Eurovision Song Contest? Well, in case you missed our last podcast, it was an interview with Sidney Lim. He's part of Bold Scandinavia, the team who won the bid and have been doing the brand, the visual design, the look of this year's Eurovision Song Contest. The Eurovision Lights design, which you're going to see everywhere. These blocks, gradients of colours, angular, sharp, and mystical, all in one. How do you find out to go into this sort of thing? What's the pitching process like? What what do you do now? How do you make sure something works on a a wraparound of the entire Malmarina and a pair of socks? All that in that podcast interview and more. One post back in the podcast feed uh, of our search Eurovision Insight Sydney Lynn podcast and it will not be a problem. Uh, up on the website, already mentioned, we've got the luckiest country from the semi-final draw. Uh, coming up just before or just after the podcast, depending on the timing schedules, will be a report on Liverpool. The results are in the big academic look at what happened when Eurovision came to Liverpool, which feels kind of appropriate as Liverpool is about to hand over the keys to the contest to Malmo. We're going to be there uh, as the keys are handed over and the countries are drawn out of the pots for the semi-finals. And, uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen there. We'll take some pictures. We'll have a look around. We'll feel the ambience. We'll see who uh, comes over to our microphone. And um, yeah, we'll do stuff from there. It'll be fun. Join us. I have no idea either. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Lots of dates for your diary. <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. Uh, right, first of all, uh, we do have the draw at 7 o'clock uh, European time on Tuesday, the 30th of January. After that, uh, starting at uh, 10.50 in the evening, so you've got plenty of time to do both, is the first semi-final of Benidorm Fest as Spain looks to discover its song for Malmo. The second semi-final is on Thursday, the 1st of February, again, same time, and you will get the grand final on Saturday, the 3rd of February, where at the end of it, we will have the song and performer. It's one of four that are going to be decided on Saturday night. It's the final of Malta and the excitingly named Malta Eurovision Song Contest final. Uh, You have the final up in Norway at Melody Grand Prix and you have the one-shot national final down in Ukraine with Vidbeer as well. Links to watch all of those you can find on the calendar tab at Eurovision.tv. You can watch them from the comfort of your own home. If you have more than one laptop, you can have more and watch four, five, six or seven all at once. And I say seven because you've also got some heats and semi-finals going on as well on Saturday the 3rd of February. Latvia is the semi-final for Supernova. Uh, Lithuania is semi-final four. And of course, it is the first heat in Melody Festival and up in Sweden to find out who's going to sing on home soil. It's not the biggest Saturday either. There are going to be bigger Saturdays coming through February. But um, can you manage seven screens? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You might want to be able to split that. You can probably manage it with three laptops or a laptop and a switcher and some lots of tabs and juggling and stuff. But, you know, 
<laughs> when you've done this for many years, you get seven laptops. If you're starting out, choose one or two of your favourite and just switch between the two. And of course, get your energy drinks in, get yourself rested, because San Remo starts a week today. Tuesday the 6th of February is the first night of San Remo. It goes for Tuesday night and Wednesday night and Thursday night and Friday night and Saturday night, and it feels like it never stops. Here's the thing. Tuesday night, you will hear all the songs. So you can go through Tuesday night, skip the rest, come back on Saturday. And that's a good way for your first San Remo. Others will be going through the whole thing, myself included. <laughs> so uh, all of that coming up in the near future. In the far future, you know when your parties are. You've got uh, Madrid on March 28, 29, 30. Barcelona on 4th to the 6th of April. London on the 7th of April. Amsterdam on the 13th of April. Stockholm on the 14th of April. And the 4th of May in Copenhagen, which is very close to Malmo the week before the song contest. There we go. Hey, it's results, it's songs, it's tension building, it's performers going forward, it's performers just going, well, at least I'm still on your playlist. But the Eurovision adventure is building up ahead of steam. February, every Saturday, so many songs to choose from, so many songs to say goodbye, so many songs to fall in love with for the rest of time. I'm Ewan Spence. I fell in love with different songs to you, but that's fine. That's the power of music. To all our friends out there who we've already met, to all our friends who we still to meet, stay safe, love each other, be kind. I'll play the guitars and tell you, I'll catch you in the next show. This is the Insight News Podcast was hosted by Ewan Spence, written by Ewan Spence and the team at ESC Insight. Find out more at www.escinsight.com and support us, patreon.com slash ESC Insights. <laughs>